brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. As I told you Monday, Francis issued a warning to the German bishops that their so-called synodal way was a top-down hierarchical imposition of new doctrines on the church and that they, they had no authority to do this themselves. Instead, they needed the wait to wait for the Vatican to do it, meaning for Francis to do it, which is apparently the predetermined goal of the Synod of Synodality, set to end next year in late 2023. Given that the synods from across the Western world are all asking for the same things, including in Australia and Ireland, many places in the United States are seeing the same things being asked for that the German bishops are asking for. That's not all that really surprising. People, and especially the Catholic media, though, did something bizarre. They took Francis's message to the German bishops as a rebuke of their work and of their goals, instead of seeing the message for what it was. Francis was telling the bishops to slow down and wait for him, because the rules of the synod say they can't do this alone. They were, he was telling them, wait for us. Francis did include a warning that going it alone was the path of schism, and now the German bishops have responded, basically telling Francis, but they're not on the path to schism. This all begs the question, at what point should the church accept that we are in a de facto state of schism between Catholicism and whatever religion it was that emerged after Vatican II? Because that's re really what we're seeing here. And really, there's even a schism appearing in whatever it was that appeared after Vatican II, hence the divisions over those who, ha those who have the authority to change church teaching that is now appearing between Francis and the Germans. The joke's on them. Neither of them have the authority to change church teaching. The church's teaching is an immutable, unteaching deposit of faith. It can't be changed. Not that anybody seems to be acknowledging that anymore. Our story today comes from America Magazine, an outlet that had until recently been run by Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, and he is still a very influential figure there. Make no mistake about that. That outlet is usually the de facto voice for Francis in America. Remember, that other part about my, my reporting on Monday, that Jimmy Martin was supporting overtly the program of the German bishops changing the church's teaching on the James Martin sin, because St. Paul got it wrong, according to Pastor Jimmy Martin. He has said that publicly, meaning he has publicly denied the inerrancy of sacred scripture. That's heresy, by the way. It places you outside the church. Bear that in mind anytime he opens his mouth and speaks publicly about matters of the faith. Headline from America Magazine. Germany rejects Vatican criticism of its synodal path. The word criticism is an interesting one here, and it is more accurate than rebuke, which Catholic media used instead in its gushing and breathless reporting on the Vatican's actions this past week. The German bishops are convinced that theirs is the way forward for the Catholic Church, that the Church can only stay afloat by ceasing to be Catholic. From the article, quote, the synodal presidium rejected the criticism. We will not tire of emphasizing that the church in Germany will not follow a German special path, it said in a joint statement by the president of the German Bishops' Conference, Bishop George Botzing, and ZDK President Irmay Stetter Karp. This was also stated in the statutes of the synodal path, they added. Nevertheless, we see it as our duty to clearly state where, in our view, changes are necessary. In doing so, we already feel that the problems and questions we name are similar worldwide. 
said the two presidents of the consultations on the future of the church in Germany launched, launched in 2019. The Vatican said, it is hoped that the proposals of the path of the particular churches in Germany will converge into the synodal path being taken by the universal church. The statement came as a surprise to many observers. It is not yet clear who is responsible for it, but it refers to earlier statements by Pope Francis, end quote. The German attitude here is reflective of a conflict in the post-conciliar church. We hear about dialogue and accompaniment all the time, and this is even used to describe the relationship between bishops and the Pope, with an emphasis on the bishops as a body being nearly equal with the Pope in terms of stature and role in the church. The problem here is that this is an error promulgated by the council that, according to some sources, went even too far for Paul VI during the council. He at that time allegedly tried to fix the error with a statement that the theologians assisting the bishops at the council took and threw away before it ever found its way to a sympathetic bishop. The accounts of that though varied depending on which conciliar historian you're reading. But the error in question is called collegiality. The frankly too short version of an explanation of what collegiality is, is that in the aftermath of the council, we saw the exaltation of the national conferences of Catholic bishops, who were treated as having supreme authority as a body over all the dioceses in their countries. When in reality, it's the individual bishops who do, with the one exception being that they cannot go against the faith and must submit to the Pope. And national bishops conferences didn't really exist before the 60s anyway, not in anything recognizable to us today. In Puerto Rico, Bishop Fernandez's per principal crime, if you remember that story, according to the modernists, was not going along with the rest of the bishops of his country, and that he, including submitting to Caesar on the evils pushed in 2020 and 2021 by governments, or to put his seminarians into the single modernist seminary for the entire country. Remember, the body of bishops was supreme over even his own diocese. That's not Catholic, I'm sorry. The exaltation of the Conference of Bishops as a body over individual bishops runs afoul of the entire understanding of the bishop as a prince of the apostles. And this elevation of this body to at least parity with the Pope is another such error, long since rejected many times, corrected by various traditional theologians, including many priests and bishops, over the decades since the Council, but of course, the error persists. Be that as it may. Bishop Botzing of Germany, who frequently dresses like a Protestant minister because he is spiritually a Protestant, given that he is a, in a long protest against the moral teachings of the Catholic faith, and by extension against the Catholic faith itself, had an explanation for why the Germans were rejecting what Francis had to say on this. Quote, Botzing and Stetterkarp stressed that they would, of course, contribute to the synodal process of the universal church with the experiences and results of the synodal path. At the same time, they complained about a lack of communication with Vatican leaders. Since the beginning of the Synodal Path, we have endeavored on the part of the Presidium to find direct paths of communication with the Roman authorities, they said. This would make it possible to resolve open questions. Unfortunately, the Synodal Presidium has not been invited for discussion to date. The theologian Julia Knopp, who teaches in the eastern Germany city of Erfurt, said the Vatican's concerns were unfounded. She said no one saw themselves as being authorized to, quote, go alone in, in the national church matters that require universal church agreement. ZDK Vice President Thomas Sodig said that there was no reason to end the synodal path. He told the Kolner Stadt Anzeiger newspaper that the project does not claim a mandate for changes in doctrine. He added, but where things are stuck, for example, in fleshly ethics, there are positions that have to be discussed and decided by the universal church. 
He said he hoped that those positions would be heard. Changes were overdue. Rome wants more participation of the local churches. Then the headquarters must also allow the local initiatives, Soding added. All proposals for reforms of the church leadership were fully in line with church law. End quote. For whatever reason, the German bishops and their lay leaders are co not confident that Francis is going to change church teaching on the James Martin sin, which is the one they seem most concerned about. I'm concerned about that too, but not for their same reasons. <laughs> the ordination, they also expect this to have be changed in the ordination of women in some form or broader issues of ethics surrounding the sins of the flesh. That despite the most important Vatican publication reporting recently that Francis was essentially going to end Humanae Vitae, the timing of which cannot be seen as coincidental. That outlet was La Civilita Cotolica, a Jesuit outlet, where every single word and every single sentence and every single article is heavily scrutinized by the Vatican before it's permitted to be published to make sure everything is in keeping with the teaching of the church or in keeping with the opinions of the Pope at the time. And they came out and talked about Francis changing those teachings. So, I'm not sure why that was lost on the German bishops, but it was. If anything, the timing of that was aimed squarely at the German bishops to assuage their concerns about Francis being on their side. But their message was not received, evidently. Or, this is all pure theater, meant to make it look like there is a conflict between Francis and his allies in Germany, whom he had already publicly praised for the work of the Synodal Way that he allegedly rebuked recently. Remember, he did that back in like February or March. I talked about it here on this channel. He sent them notes saying, hey, good, keep it up. He also sent notes like that to Pastor Jimmy Martin and New Ways Ministry to, for that same type of thing, for the support of the work they're doing there. Again, this is all predetermined. If there's anything, though, anyone, everyone agrees on, it's this. The entire point of the Synod on Synodality is ambiguous, leading to poor communication between Rome and the National Conferences of Bishops. Still, to this day, no one understands what the point of these synods are, or what synodality even means, or what a synodal church is. It's not Catholic, that's all I can tell you. This confusion is best expressed by the head of the Synod on the, of the Nordic countries, which is run by a nun, which should tell you something. This nun sums this all up as a communications problem. She might be right. Though I maintain that much of this German-Rome conflict is just that. It's theater. Pure theater. From the article published by Kath.net out of Germany this weekend, that had a statement from this nun, the nun describes how the synod's documents of rules and regulations spell out that the bishops can't just promulgate doctrine on their own. Then she says this, quote, But how is it then that even the Holy See warns of an imminent violation of ecclesial communion and the unity of the church in the text quoted above? Neither the Vatican nor the bishops in other countries nor critical voices in Germany simply not understood what the synodal path is and what it wants, or is not and does not want. If so, one may certainly ask whether the synodal path might have a communication problem, because in the general public, probably no one will have dealt or be able to deal intensively with the many texts, formulations, moves, additions, and text changes. Instead, the impression has obviously risen that the synodal path wants to change the teaching of the church after all or that it is going its own way, abolition of celibacy, female priesthood, changes in fleshly morality, etc. One might not necessarily like this impression from the basic texts of the synodal path. Read out the way, but these demands are raised and remain unchallenged. By the way, up to the demand of Mrs. Ermestetter Karp for a nationwide possibility of the Moloch ritual in Germany, which also remained unchallenged, with the exception 
of a statement by the press spokesman of the DBK, this demand contradicted the attitude of the German bishops' conference. Not a word about the fact that the Catholic Church describes the Moloch ritual, as much as it may be socially accepted, as a despicable crime. If such and similar demands are not contradicted, if they're tacitly tolerated or even supported, it is certainly no wonder that the central themes of the synodal path are apparently so misunderstood. Instead of astonishment and irritation, there should be clear communication that does not shy away from countering exaggerated views and demands, end quote. It doesn't occur to anyone that the miscommunication is either on purpose or in order to allow more radical demands of the laity and the bishops to appear publicly in order for Francis to embrace them to some degree as a movement of the spirit because he has said that we will see what comes out of the, synod, the national synods and treat it as a movement of the spirit. He has said that, or at least as a cover for his predetermined outcome, which may appear more moderate only by comparison to what the Germans are promoting. Either way, their goal is not Catholic. The synods fly in the face of the traditions of the church, and if anything, the synods of synodality are themselves schismatic. My prediction for the outcome of the Synod of Synodality remains the same, and it has since the beginning of this. Francis is going to adopt a more moderate-appearing position than that of the German bishops. More moderate compared to their position, but one that is just as radical as the German bishops. Whatever he does, it will be a radical departure from the Catholic faith and deposit a moral teaching of the Church, in the same way that Morris Letizia was a radical departure from the faith. And like those changes in Amoris Letizia, they'll be wrapped up in ambiguity an ambiguous enough sounding language that whenever whatever document emerges in late 2023, 20, many people will be tricked into being thankful for Francis not undermining the faith. When in the months that follow, the Vatican will affirm the most radical and permissive versions of the implementation of that document. Just watch, it happened after Amoris Letizia, and after Fratelli Tutti, and after Caridia Amazonia. There's a pattern here. That's just my prediction. What's your prediction? Let me know in the comments what you think is going to come from the Synod. Will it be as radical or nearly as radical as what the German bishops want, or will Francis do something more moderate? Will he actually defend the faith for once? That'd be novel. Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As to sharing these messages on social media, YouTube appears to favor that these days, so please do so if you can. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.